Thanks for joining us on our latest Trends Talk. I'm Connor Lokar, economist and keynote presenter here at ITR. Uh, I thank you for joining me again. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing the 2018 uh, or, or end of 2017 into 2018 tax law changes and why betting on unending growth because of them could put your business out of position in 2019. Now, I want to preface this discussion by clarifying that I am not criticizing the tax cut package passed to close out 2017. You are not going to hear me knock American workers and businesses keeping more of the money that they earn. That is a good thing. Now, obviously, when discussing taxation uh, and who will be taxed and at what rates, we do have to consider uh, that pesky ticking time bomb that is the $22 trillion debt burden uh, that the United States is carrying and is someday going to have to reckon with. Now, I contend that our debt issue uh, really isn't a taxation issue, but a spending issue uh, and has been for some years. When you look at some of the latest reporting from the U.S. Tax Policy Center, uh, that the overall current uh, government receipts, tax receipts, hold $5.5 trillion in 2018. Now, that's taxes at the federal, state, and local uh, levels cumulatively, uh, which includes income and corporate tax receipts, contributions to social insurance and health programs, intergovernmental uh, transfers, etc. cetera. Uh, but again, $5.5 trillion, that is a staggering sum. Uh, in fact, that dollar sum would actually surpass the annual nominal GDP of every country on earth, except for China and the United States collectively. That's a, a larger dollar total than the annual GDP of Japan, of France, of Germany, of the UK. Uh, it is mind-numbing. Uh, so for me, it's a spending issue, and it really has been for quite some time. Now, unfortunately, uh, there are some limitations on where we can limit that spending, which our president, Alan Bolio, discussed in his trend talk, uh, trends talk a few weeks ago. Now, if you want more on the debt uh, in the United States, you can head over to that link, which should only be two or three clicks from where you are right now. Uh, but my talk today is really more to dissuade business leaders from thinking that the tax law changes have somehow unlocked some holy grail of four plus percent GDP growth for the foreseeable future. Now, make no mistake, 2018 was a very good year, uh, better than we would have thought uh, two or three years ago. Uh, and if we were to go through an economic report card of sorts, the U.S. would get an A for 2018. Uh, the 3% um, nominal inflation-adjusted GDP growth for 2018 would mark the best uh, year of calendar uh, growth for the U.S. economy since 2005. Now, we did see uh, a couple of quarters, a handful of quarters during the Obama administration that did actually surpass uh, that 3% growth rate. But as far as just a, a clean-cut calendar year, it was the stronger calendar, strongest calendar year of growth since 2005. It was an $18.6 trillion uh, final dollar sum for U.S. GDP in 2018, again, the largest that we have ever been, which is normal for us. Uh, so we did quite well. Uh, and the early readings for the first quarter were uh, just as encouraging. We saw some of that growth really spill into early 2019 here. But, uh, you know, having seen that and having lifted our forecast modestly uh, last year, having rendered that proof of some of the upside stemming from uh, the U.S. tax law changes, what we did not do uh, we'll send our forecast on a, on a linear line onward and upward, uh, which is what we are afraid some might have done in their personal planning and forecasting process after being caught up in the euphoria of 2018. Now, anyone that saw an ITR speaker on the road in 2018 uh, likely saw us show as much 
uh, in a chart that really illustrated just how sticky gross business investment uh, as far as a percentage of GDP can be. Uh, businesses tend to invest at a certain rate and they are reluctant uh, to change their behavior much in response uh, to changes to the tax code. And we saw as much in the 1980s with uh, the Reagan tax cuts to, that did not lead to a substantive or long-term change uh, in overall business investment behavior. In fact, history has really showed us that businesses might be more likely uh, to buy back shares, uh, for example, which has generally held up. Uh, when we look at the S&P 5, we see that uh, overall share buybacks totaled $67.9 billion dollars in the third quarter of 2018. That's the most recent data I have uh, available for that series, and that was up 57.7%, uh, which was one of the reasons that we were um, not supremely bullish on the overall tax law changes. Now, really, only a minority uh, of businesses raised their capital spending plans based on the improved cash flow from tax reform, and we've generally seen that reflected in U.S. non-defense capital goods new orders, which saw its annual growth rate uh, growth rate peak back in August 2018. Now, granted, new orders have been at a record level since uh, August of 2018 and are holding at a record high uh, of $826.3 billion in the most recent 12 months. But while that sounds like an incredible B2B spending sum, we see that that is really only modestly above uh, the prior record peak set back in mid-2012 of $809 billion. So here we are, nearly a year and a half removed from the tax law changes, and uh, businesses, uh, overall business capital expenditure is less than $20 billion above where it was seven years ago. So at the end of the day, we're not in some new stratosphere in terms of CapEx in the United States. And part of that is that some of the positive has been chipped away at uh, as far as some headwinds from some of our tariff and uh, trade war related uh, challenges and really tax law changes, they were a bit of a sugar high or a, you know, a shot uh, of nitrous oxide, if you will, with most of that positive impact largely falling in 2018. So the good old days or the strength of last year uh, are behind us as we move into 2018. We see that B2B spending has actually already been slowing down for nearly three quarters and businesses that are positively correlated to that part of the economy really need to recalibrate their expectations accordingly. We can't straight line our projections because tax reform isn't going to bring you 2018's growth in 2019. If you want last year's growth this year, you're really going to have to beat the business cycle and not ride it. So thanks for joining me today. I'm Connor Lokar. I'll see you on my next Trends Talk.